Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rotoncast. Sorry for the weird intro. This is this is your host, the one and only Ryan the Rager Brown. And with me, as always, is my co-host, the Magical Mackey. Hey, girl. So, all right. Modern gaming. Modern. Modern. You're excited for something. Yeah, Crash Team Racing. CTR for us non-newbie people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got it when it launched when I was a kid. But, yeah. I mean, that's just me. Did you get a Funko Land? No. We got it at uh, Software, etc., I think. Okay. Back in the day. Blockbuster. Did you go to Blockbuster launch? No. I remember we used to rent stuff from there, but, like, my mom was, like, we didn't do a lot of, like, at-launch stuff. Just my mom, at that point, was single, I think. Or, well... Was divorced. Yeah. It was like a whole thing. Anyways, moving on. Um, um, yeah, no. Nitro Fuel... Or is it... Yeah, sorry. I can't think of the name. I just call it Crash Team Racing, but I know it has like... I think it's like Nitro Fueled or something like that. It looks really good. Um, I think the character sprites look... Well, not sprites, but the character models look really good. The racing seems really solid. Uh, I, they did a good job. I think they kept it faithful while kind of mo- making it more modern and more accessible to like as a modern kart racer. Um, Crash Team Racing's always kind of been one of my favorite. It actually is my favorite kart racer. It's your favorite Mario Kart knockoff? I mean, it's better. Say? Is it, though? Yep. I was watching gameplay today. It's literally the same exact thing as Mario Kart without better. the good characters. It's better. I mean, you know. It's better. Crash isn't a wuss like Mario. I feel like Mario's pretty badass. Though. Crash literally spins and blows up things with his body. So? So does Mario. Okay, because does he blow up monsters with his body? No, he sits on them or jumps on them. So? You Crash can do a spin attack. Crash is a savage. Yeah, but does he throw fireballs, though? Listen here, plumber boy. Does he shoot fireballs out of his mouth? I thought he throws the... I would say he throws the fireballs. What are you talking about? Yeah, but it looks like in his mouth. But that's not like his natural form. That's like a suit power-up. So? Crash does it naturally. because he takes mushrooms. He's fine. Oh, I thought you were talking about Crash. I'm like, there's no mushrooms in Crash Bandicoot. No, there's, there's apples the, or whatever. Yeah, there's sorry. the wampa fruit, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. So that's kind of like a game I'm really excited to grab this week. I know it came out last week. I just didn't have the money for it. But I'm really excited to play it. It looks really good. Um, I'll talk more about it probably next week for like a review-ish mm. type of thing. Yep. But it's really fun. Uh, other than that, uh, the only other games I've really been playing is Minecraft, which I've been actually seeing some more of like the update now. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like, there's the traveling merchants, which are kind of fun. On the Xbox version? Yeah. Oh, nice. I can get back into that then. Yeah. I, I, I nerf them every now and again when they're in, in, my, in my zone. Of course. Um, so, wait. Did uh, our mutual friend take over the realm? I don't know. I haven't been invited to it yet, so I don't know. I'm going to have to say... I don't know. I thought he said he could take over our realm. I'll just shoot him a text right now, but... Um, you know, I'm gonna have to get back into Minecraft because yeah. I've been very. And there's busy. Um, more craft, different craftable items now, which is pretty cool. Can you hold torches in your left hand yet on the Xbox? I, I don't know because you can you can get a shield now, which is in your left hand. So I would assume so. That shocked me when I was playing earlier. I saw a, you could craft a shield now. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's pretty pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've been playing that as always. Minecraft's great. Um, I usually recommend it. It's one of those games where it's like any age group any skill level it's just it's legos without the mess that's yeah that's what i always say yeah i've been playing a lot of uh call of duty black ops 4 zombies just getting back into that it's actually really fun you could do like custom matches where you can change everything about the zombies or 
you know, your health and everything, which makes it like really hard or really easy, uh, which is kind of cool. You can also do private matches with friends on ranked and all this other stuff. And we played one round. It was like almost three hours long. That's how far we got. It was really intense. So uh, I know they upgraded the level cap from 255 to 1,024. So Jesus. Because in the article I was reading, they said that they could, uh, people that have been playing for 10 years or whatever, and that's all they play, can get mm-hmm. to level 100 without breaking a sweat. Now, the three-hour game, we got to level 40. So, Jeez. and that was with three of us that are pretty good at Call of Duty. That's insane, and dude. And it was pretty hard. It was just on normal, too. It wasn't even on, like, hard or anything like that. It was just on normal. And then there's easy, but we put on normal. Mm-hmm. Whatever the factory settings are. And, uh, dude, it took us almost three hours. So, getting to level 100... I mean, come on, you're talking about... Playing all day. Nine hours, ten hours, yeah. but... Unless you're, like, amazing at it. I know. Which some of these people really are. I couldn't get clarification if it was on uh, a thousand is one level or across the board total. Mm-hmm. But either way, you know, that took a long time. And we were on the easy map. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, three different maps that come standard. Mm-hmm. There's one that's, like, in Ancient Rome is what we were playing. And you kind of fight in, like, a death circle, and there's, like, a downstairs and you stuff. You have to buy more maps? Um, you can, yeah, yeah it's stupid. like 50 bucks with the that's season stupid. pass. I'm not mm-hmm. going to, yeah. because that's all good, but, uh, uh, there's a ship, like the Titanic they did, and then they did this other one, like a prison kind of thing. Hmm. It's wild. But, yeah, the, uh, the Roman map is good. Yeah, because I remember, we were talking about this, like, what, a week ago, and you were saying how, like, the regular game is kind of garbage. Yeah, the actual, like, hardcore search is kind of bad. Yeah. Because it's trying to be like Fortnite, you get a lot of loot boxes, and people are jumping around, and there's dancing, and spray cans, so they've, they've merged... <sighs> Call of Duty, Halo, Fortnite, and Counter-Strike um, together, mm. and they've ruined it. They've taken all the bad from all of those games and, and put, put them, them all together. in one, yeah. Um, because, I mean, if you're into Fortnite, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm into PUBG, which is a more realistic version, but mm. um, if you're into that, that's fine. But, but like I said in the past, when I'm playing Call of Duty, I, wanna, I don't want to play Halo or anything else. I want to yeah. play Call of Duty. Like yeah. if, I'm playing Call of, uh, if I'm playing Halo, I don't want to play Call of Duty. You want to play a semi-realistic world. Yeah, game. like when they made Reach and you can have classes and edit loadouts and all this other shit. It's like, I don't want to do that in my Halo. I just want MLG. I have to pick up the guns on the map. No armor locks. Just go. You know, mm-hmm. skill versus skill. Mm-hmm. Same thing in my hardcore Call of Duty. If you want to make like a regular mode with jumping and dancing and all this other stuff, fine. But give me my hardcore mode where it's just guns versus guns mm-hmm. you know none of this other garbage well that's the thing is I think especially a lot of these a lot of games that are trying to be like and I'm not when I say realistic I don't mean like perfectly one to one obviously of course no it's but I mean game. have a realism or a believability to them right um the problem is, is they keep adding stuff because they think oh Fortnite's successful or Apex Legends did well let's copy that and it's like None of that makes sense because it's not believable because in real life if somebody walked up to you with a gun and you started dancing you would be shot in the face yeah, it's like it's like that right. scene in Indiana Jones right. where the dude's like doing the sword work, yep. and he's like ah, and then Indiana Jones just pulls out a revolver and blows him right, his face off like he just shoots him. Yeah, I I I, sh- I, I realized where I went with that, and right, I realized right, right. that I ended on a weird note. So here's we, the thing: I like video games because they're not realistic. That's the whole point. Right? Yeah, like I'm not trying to go out there and have it be realistic. But it should be believable within the realm. Right, but of here's the, the story. thing: like I just want it to be more skill based. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's kind of where I'm at with realism. Now, the new Ghost Recon coming out is skill-based realistic. I was We were watching gameplay on it, and there was a section where it's the wolf wolves or whatever. Yeah, uh, I think it's the wolf. You can kill them in one or two shots with a headshot if placed correctly, which is realistic. That's what I've always wanted in yeah. a game. If I'm shooting their chest, they're wearing armor, yeah, they're not going to die immediately. Yeah. If I shoot you in the face, it doesn't matter what caliber my gun is. If I shoot you in the face, you're dead. 
right? Barring 22, because that could rattle around a little bit. I get it. That usually one or two shots. you up really bad. No, of course. Yeah. One or two shots, though, and then you're good. But, yeah. like, you know, if I shoot you in the face with a 50 cal, you're going to have no torso left. Let's be honest, you know? So I really like that realistic part of it. But, I, you know, I don't need it to be, like, uber realistic. Yeah, Where no. it's, like, walking around outside, you know, like... Still have a video game aspect of it, but just that that skill based realism, I think. Is yeah, yeah. No, that's that's kind of my issue with a lot of them. Like that was we were talking about this last week with the whole right. Fallout seventy six, where they're adding a battle royale mode, which is just going to become. Why? Yeah. Why don't you fix your core game first? Yeah. No, that's the thing. Is like, if your if your whole concept is a dystopian future with like mutations and things like that. Right. Keep it within that that realm of believability. Don't have like, right. oh, cool. Now I can spray paint my chest pink. Yeah, that's not very smart. When you're, right. you know, it's just right, it, it and again, make... it depends on the game. You know, if we're playing like Crash, obviously it's going to be fictitious because it's a fictitious kind of game. Yeah. I'm in for that, right? But the shooters, I think, and you call it competitive. That's I think where I'm at. Yeah, just to clarify. But, yeah, I hear you. You know, like I love all fantastical games. You know, Final Fantasy stuff like that, like mm-hmm. fun, whimsical stuff. I'm ready for that. It's kind of like Saints Row. Saints Row 1 and 2, amazing, relatively realistic, a little bit funny. And then 3, they kind of started going downhill with zombies and uh, the mutations. And then 4 just fell off. You know, and then Get Out of Hell, don't even get me started. Oh, yeah, it's just started. At that point, you just got flying. If you do Get Out of Hell as like an add on, you know, which it was supposed to be, I get it. Mm. That's fun. But, like, I kind of like 1 and 2 because you were part of this gang or whatever, and you were kind of rising through the ranks in 1, and then 2, you took over. And then you're kind of keeping it going. I think three should have been even more. Like you, you spread out from the original land. Aren't you like the president mm-hmm. at one point? Yeah, that's four. <laughs> you become the president. That's so stupid. weird. Like they just didn't want to be like Grand Theft Auto, but they should have been because Grand Theft Auto was falling off. Because mm-hmm. four was really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, five was good story mode, but online was trash. So I think Saints Row should have really stuck in their lane and followed suit in one and two. And then they could have branched out and made it even better because customizing your dude and playing through the story mode, you can make him do whatever he wants, is, is phenomenal. And then they just made it obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, okay. You know, like, you can only have so many dildo guns, let's be honest. It's yeah. It's like, all right, well, yeah. you know, I kind of wanted to... I like the upgrading going to the stores. It's like, uh, was it... that The juvenile humor at some point does wear yourself... It just wears you out. Like, at, at a certain point, yeah. the, the fart jokes do right. not, are not funny it's anymore. It's like, because we started here, you know, like, this dude down on his luck joins a gang, you know, finds a family in there. And again, you know, I realize gangs are bad in real life, but it gets a video game. Yeah. You join the gang, whatever, you rise through the ranks, you're fighting other gangs, turf wars, etc. Two improves on that, better mechanics and everything. And then three is just like, oh, you want dildo guns? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I, I must have missed the, uh, the the focus group on this. Right. But, uh... Like, I'm all for having the customization of your character with funny backpacks. Like, there's little kitty backpacks and stuff. And, like, that, there's that, that's funny, minor though. fun stuff. I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, but, like... But don't... They, they, I don't know. They ruined the story mode and made it, like, you can go inside of a computer. It's just, like... It was weird. Yeah. It just died. It made me sad. That's fair. That was the death of an era for me. I was really upset about that. Mm. You know, it's like realizing Skate 4 is never coming out. That really hurts, too. You know, that sucks. What is it, um... I, I tried to play the skate games. I could just never get into them. Is it because you're a big Tony Hawk guy? Yeah. You're, yeah. So I like, you're either, like, I don't say one or the other, but if you really like Tony Hawk's, it's hard to get into skate. Uh, I think we talked about it on one of the podcasts where mm-hmm. uh, this dude re- tried to return skate when it first came out, and I was sitting there in the GameStop or whatever, and he's like, I can't grind on top of the world. This game's stupid. And I just was like, yo, you should go try and do that in real life. Like, good yeah. luck. You know, it's like a realistic skate game. So, yeah. you know, I've always been into skateboarding. So the realistic aspect of it was really nice. Yeah. You know, because I learned by video games. You know, when I was learning how to play basketball, I would I would play basketball games, realistic ones. So I'd learn how to move, you know, watch the replay over and over again to see how their body moved. Mm-hmm. And skate really helped me do that, too, with skateboarding. So you could really see how the feet moved and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really like that. 
Yeah. Um, that was, like, my thing, because, like, I was so used to, like, the arcade nature of the Pro Skater series. Plus, I suck at um, skateboarding. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I can ski. I can I can rollerblade. I can do anything if I'm you facing the front. The, uh, but the moment I turn sideways, it's you over. You don't have the most, um, how do I say, aerodynamic or... Uh, you know, limber legs. First of all, to be getting after that. First of all, you're kind of stuck. You're kind of, you know, I'm husky. Husky. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, rotund. You're a rotund gentleman. Yes, I am. I have a, a pretty, pretty. You're top heavy. heavy. Yeah. Th- that's where you're. Doesn't at. it doesn't that's help? That's why moving forward's good because you can use your top to like, you know, maneuver the steering. Skateboarding's a lot of mid to lower section. Oh, Harvest Moon, Light of Hope. Oh my God. Coming out, the complete edition on PS4 looks like it's coming out this month, the 16th. Uh, July, sorry. Oh, okay. Next month. I was like, wait, we're past that. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. July. Uh, I have never played a Harvest Moon game. I know you're, you're, really, good. you're really into them. I know. That and um, Animal Crossing Animal Crossing yeah. are my, my jams. I go through waves, though. It's like I'll play Animal Crossing heavy every day for like six months, and then I won't touch it for a year. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Harvest Moon. I think it really stems from way back in the day, obviously playing as a kid, but uh, the original Farmville was, like, my sh- my sh- shiz, you know, back it's in the so day. It's so weird, because, like, I remember when a lot of those games came out, I was so, like, I just never caught that wave. Yeah. Like, it took me years to get a MySpace after MySpace happened, and then Facebook, it took me forever. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm basically 80 sometimes, I know. I'm pretty much just only on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but... I remember, like, I was doing, like, original Age of Empires, Empire Earth. Oh, those are good. StarCraft, Warcraft. StarCraft, yeah. Like, I remember Warcraft 3 blew me away. Dude, like, Warcraft that game 3 with the boats? Oh, my God, that game's awesome. So good. Dude, Madden 20, yes. No. NHL 20, yes. No, the uh, we're uh, looking at just some other modern stuff that might be coming out, and there's a game called Truck Driver, which looks horrible. Dude, there's a, there's but a game. I kind of want to get it. On the PC, on Steam. There's two of them. There's Euro Truck Simulator 1 and 2, so there's technically three. And then there's a USA Truck Simulator, American Truck Simulator. Mm-hmm. It's actually really great. You make you, you pick a dude, mm-hmm. and most of the dudes you can pick from are either developers of the game or streamers. Um, and there's this one dude named, like, Squirrel or something. It's, like, emblems like a squirrel, okay. and he does all these YouTube videos on these trucking games. But anyways, so you make a dude, and then you start out just taking jobs for 18-wheel companies. Mm-hmm. And then you start your own, and you hire people, and you buy trucks... And it's so good. Like, you have to sleep. You have to go get gas. It's not all the things in the truck work. Like, you could get, like, a setup, like a keyboard setup to work all the things. And you could get, like, gearboxes with all the, like, actual gears. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so sick. It's so fun. You can play it with just the keyboard and mouse and, like, put on, like, I guess easy mode, which is still pretty hard. Uh, so you just, you know, WASD and then, you know, space is the air brake or whatever. And you look around with the mouse and you still have to sleep and all this other stuff. Dude, it's fun. You have to, like notice your speed otherwise you get tickets which take away from your like earnings oh dude it's nuts you take refrigerated stuff so you have to be there in a certain time it's, it's that crazy. reminds me of uh, it's it? so good the flight simulator Microsoft showed off where it's like really realistic yeah like, crazy realistic yeah it's like flight simulator but it would 18 with, wheelers with 18 wheelers yeah and it's crazy dude I don't know how many times I've accidentally like swipe, side swipe somebody on the highway it's it's nuts um, I'm deep into that I'm like two years into that game yeah we're uh, in there okay that's that's I think that's pretty much what we had for yeah, yeah. for modern gaming. Oh, this is gonna be my jams right So here moving on to retro gaming, uh, Mike found a list of the top 125 Nintendo games by what IGN. Uh, yeah, don't worry, we're not gonna go into all of them. 
Yeah, we're only going to do like the top like 20 at most or something like that. We'll do 15, but uh, I just want to make a cool note, or an interesting note, that Smash Brothers Melee is number 19. Seems a little low. It seems a little high. Seems a little low. Should be uh, number 125. Well, I could probably go down to the bottom. No, there's four pages. I'm not going down to the bottom. All right. All right, so I want you to take a guess at what you think number one. Did you already see it? I did. All right, then you suck. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll start at what, 20 or 15? We'll just go to 15. All right, so this is number 15 of the 125. All right, number 15 is Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. I feel like that's pretty fair. That is pretty that's fair. A that, that's a very good game. Um, I've played it. I only played it on the Game Boy, like the port, but yeah. it was a ton of fun. Like I like the Yoshi's Island games. I think they're a little bit more interesting than some of the Mario titles, just because like Yoshi is kind of cool. Like where you move Baby Mario, and then like you have to save him if you, you get hit. You don't immediately get nerfed, you know, which is kind of yeah. nice. And then yeah. the whole egg throwing mechanics kind of fun. All right, hold on. I'm going to find a different list since you already found. You've already seen number one because that's stressful to me. Give me a second. All right. Other than that, while Mike's doing that, uh, retro gaming-wise, uh, I actually just picked up uh, Samurai Western, which right. is fantastic. It's basically... It's like a Devil May Cry meets Onimusha meets, I guess, a Western, like a Red Dead Redemption. It's The gameplay's really good. Um, unfortunately, it's a kind of more expensive game. I lucked out and got it pretty cheap. Uh, I usually tell people, like, with a game like that, it's good. I wouldn't pay more than, like, 30 for it, personally. I think that the price it's going for is a little obscene. I think it's, like, 60 or 70 online. Uh, but I would recommend that title. Uh, if you find it for 30 or less, or maybe 35, I would recommend picking that up. It's a very cool game, uh, especially if you like those types of, like, action games. All right, I found a better list. Top 10 um, from thetop10s.com. Take a guess at what you think their number one rated. Is it Smash Brothers Melee, Mike? It's not. Super Mario Brothers? Take your actual guess. What's your guess for number one? Number one, I'm going to guess is. I would assume Super Mario Brothers then. Okay. We're going to go down to 10. All right. Number 10 on the best games of all time. Okay. Is Super Smash Brothers Melee. Fuck you. <laughs> Yes. Fuck that game. Okay, number nine, we'll take a different route. It's Super Smash Brothers Wii U. If this is all Smash it's games, not, I'm going to freaking lose my it's shit. It's not. No. Get out of here. Okay, out of the two, though, which one do you think is better? I liked, so if you were to I liked Wii U a little more. It had more characters. So you put it at number nine just like they have it? So uh, ten would be Melee and then nine would be Wii U for you? If I was gonna, ha if I had to put a Smash game on there, like I didn't have a fucking choice, yeah, I'd put, <laughs> I'd put Wii U or Ultimate on there because I like those. All right. Number eight, they have Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess for Wii. That's fair. That is pretty good. I, the Wii version, though? Whatever. I don't know. I like the GameCube version a little better because it's not mirrored. I don't like that mirroring. It throws me off. Dude, they have Pokemon Red down at 16. That's stupid. That is so that, stupid. First gen, I would put at least, like... They have Breath of the Wild at 22. Wow. Anyway. I don't even. I'm not even like a big Zelda fan, but I would have put that top ten. Like they easy. put two Smash Brothers on the two. Just oh my god! All right, number seven, Super Mario World. Uh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair, I guess. Yep. Uh, number six. It's a Wii game. Super Mario Galaxy. Eh, I liked it. It was fun to play. <sighs> it's one of the few Mario games I played all the way through. It was okay, but like I don't know. Well, Ryan, the fun thing is. 
Uh, you've played one. You've played them all. It's the same exact game every single time. You're not wrong. Uh, but, uh, I mean, they did try with that game. Like, there's like the whole planet it's mechanic, the, yeah, which that's is cool. Why I want to play it. I don't think I've actually played that one. And the, and it's weird with like the like having the Wiimote and nunchucks kind of cool. Like, it's a little different. I would have right. preferred a regular controller, but whatever. I mean, yeah. What are you um, talking about? I, mean, I wouldn't put it that high. It's it's fun. Over I, dude, what I'm saying, like over Breath of the Wild. Even if you hate Breath of the Wild, like that that game is way groundbreaking. better. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, for the for them for the franchise. Yeah. Let me just. I'm just checking something. Okay, so number. Five, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. That's fair. That's, that's very five. fair. That's top five yeah. for sure. I would put that over Ocarina. I would too. Yep. Let me see. Super Mario World. SNES. No, I don't have it. I need Super Mario Galaxy then. Okay. One and two. All right. Number four. Super Mario sixty four. I like eh. that too. That's a lot of. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Good day, you. Oh wow, you're gonna be mad. All right, number three, Super Mario Brothers three. Ah, uh, no, dude, this list is. I crazy. mean, it's good, but like, I don't know, maybe because I didn't grow up with it. This okay. So some of the comments on this is why is Mario not at one? Arguably the only NES Mario game that was actually worth it to play. That person is stupid. Um, I don't Let know. Me, can Three I expand was, on this? I, I prefer the first one to the third one. Yeah, obviously, this is a good game, but it doesn't deserve to be in the spot. We agree with you. Yeah. Sir, ma'am, Sam. Number two. Getting down to it. Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Go fuck off. For the Wii. <laughs> and if I had to put a Smash game, why would you put it that high? And why would you put Brawl? Like, that's arguably the worst one. It says, by far the worst in the series. This game is by far the worst Smash game to exist. So many characters are broken from Meta Knight to Ganondorf. Yeah, no, it's... Infinite grabs, even SSBM. Uh, was better with much shorter of a time period to work on it, which proves that SSBB was just an underdeveloped failure to the Steam Super Smash Bros. series. That person is probably Caleb. That person has way too much, <laughs> like... person probably Caleb. All right, number fire one. Fire their bottom. Number one. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. No. No, I completely agree with you. Nope. Dog shit. All right, so, frankly, if I had to pick ten, sure shit wouldn't be those. Uh, number one for me would be the original Super Mario Brothers. Dude, they have heart gold down at 46. Oh. This is a, they have three Smash Brothers in the top ten. But they put some of the best... All right. But anyway, if I had to pick ten Nintendo games that are top ten for me, uh, it would probably be Super Mario Brothers, the first one, at number yes, one. Yes, of course. The second one would probably be... Uh, I, I would probably say Zelda Majora's Mask. It's That's fair to be high. I'm sorry. Can we just talk one second? Kirby Squeak Squad is over HeartGold. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, three would probably be Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah, anything. Four. I'd probably do Mario Kart 64. They put Conquerors above that. I can't. Uh, five. I'd probably do... I'd probably do Super Mario World 2. Yoshi's Island. That's a really good game. That's a good one. Dude, uh, how are they going to do three... Smash games in the top ten. Welcome to really, really uninformed people. Yep. Uh, six, I'd probably do... I'd probably put Mario 64 there. I think that's fair, given what that game kind yeah, of... Yeah, I think like, Mario 64 cause, is... Because of how revolutionary for them that game was, Like, I think that's fair. 
Uh, seven would be Star Fox sixty four. I love that game. I don't even. I think that was low. That was really low on the um, list. Eight would probably be the Heart Gold Soul Silver on DS. Pokemon. Uh, nine, I would probably do. Um, I would do either Luigi's Mansion or. If I had to pick an RPG, maybe like. Maybe the Golden Sun series. I really like that. And then ten. Smash Brothers? No, fuck that. Um, sorry, we're swearing a lot. I do apologize. It's just that gets me heated. Um, all the Smash all the time. No, no. Ten for me would probably be something interesting. Kid like, Icarus. That's interesting. I'll Animal give, Crossing. Uh, no. Fire Emblem. Sorry, ten would be Castlevania 1. That's a good choice. Definitely Castlevania 1. Actually, I might even shift that up because that's a really good one. And that's probably where I would end my ten. Yeah, I think I've already done my ten. I think. Yeah, you but have. Pokemon, yeah. obviously. Uh, I could just spit any Mario game is good. Any Zelda game is good. You know, whatever. Animal Crossing, I don't care. Harvest Moon, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Um, In the hood. Anything. Any of those things. Throw it. Donkey Kong. It's mm-hmm. good. Banjo Kazooie. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So for. Cocker Bedford, it doesn't make it in my top thirty. Stupid. Okay, that's fine. The game's fine, but it's like, dude. It's just because it swears and stuff. Who cares? Yeah, well, back then, because Nintendo never did stuff like that, everybody was like, ooh. I get, no, I get it. Meanwhile, PlayStation's like, wuss. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we have people getting shot in the face. Like, come at us, please. No, I get it, but it's just like, um, I don't care. I want a good game. What is it, Dino Crisis? There's, like, parts where, like, people get ripped apart. Like, come on. Yeah, that's Flames. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of my whole thing. That would be my list. So that's my reaction to this top ten list of hot I'm very sad you saw the other top five, because that would have been... I only saw the first one. Well, it's gone now. Uh, anywho, other than that for retro gaming, um, I haven't really been playing too much else. Uh, I played a little bit of Samurai Western, like I mentioned previously. And other than that, it's basically just been modern stuff and magic for me lately, just kind of working on decks and stuff. Word to big blurb. Uh, Mike, anything interesting you've been playing lately? Uh, no, like I said, I've just been stuck on the um, zombies. That's really where I'm at. The zombies? Yeah, other than that, no. Nothing wild. So what you're saying is you've been monopolized by uh, zombies? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I was going to bring in my Game Gear today to play a bunch of games. I forgot to grab it then. Yeah. yeah, that's another really good system. I don't know. I haven't... Well... <clears throat> I like the Game Gear. Why did I have to buy another one, Ryan? Moving on. What happened there? Moving on. So someone in the room, not pointing fingers, uh, said that, oh, I'll just, you know what, we got two free Game Gears, let's just, I'll fix the screens or whatever, and we'll make them all good. And I'm like, sweet. Six months goes by, I was like, yo, where's the Game Gears at? He's like, oh, yeah, I gave them away. I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Right, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I forgot because I'm moving, and I forgot that's Uh what I was going to do. Yep, no big deal. It's called being human. I made a mistake. I'll just buy you another Game Gear. Anyways. I'll just buy myself a Game Gear, and I'll just be sad when I buy it. Okay. Put tears on it. Go through all these batteries. Okay. No, you don't get to tell me. Let's move right along to Magic the Gathering. Oh, good. So what's been going on, Mike? (laughs) So, I don't know if y'all remember, I said I was going to build the Urza deck. For Commander. Uh, that's Urza, Lord High Artificer. Artificer. 
from Modern Horizons. When he enters, create a zero-zero colorless construct artifact creature. Uh, this creature gets one-one for each artifact you control. Tap an untapped artifact you control. Add colorless or add one blue. Sorry. Then you can pay five to shuffle your library. Then exile the top card until end of turn. You may play that card without paying its mana cost. So, this deck I played against mm-hmm. is stupid. I'm never building it. I'm not going to be that person because I played against a tuned tier one Urza deck. By the way, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I played it with a mediocre at best Cranko, old Cranko, and won three out of four. So, you know, whatever. But dude, if that because if you have blink effects and stuff, you so you make the the construct mm-hmm. right, blink them, bring yeah. it back in, you get another one. And then you can give all your artifacts flying and, you know, uh, uh, indestructible. It's just bad. It's just all bad. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Um, Plus it's blue, so you got counter. It's just, it's really not fun to play against. Unless you have something fast like goblins. And then it's just hilarious to watch the person squirm as their tier one deck gets fucking bodied by, like, an $80 deck. It's just Mm -hmm. disgusting. Um, Yeah, it's not good. Would not highly, would not recommend playing it. Uh, it's definitely going to get banned. Oh I yeah, can, I can I'm already say it's going to get sure banned. Probably soon enough, yeah. As a commander, at least, because it's real broken. So, and it's thirty-five dollars right now in paper. Which, yeah, it's going down at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, for for generals, for me, uh, I have my bears deck, which I'm going to upgrade and yes. use the new general created, the actual like. Actual tribal general they created. In, I've uh, played against that. Modern Horizons. Uh, it's fun. Ayula, uh, the, the Bear Queen, which is pretty cool. Um, I think. I think there's a couple other bears I wanted to grab for that from the new from Modern Horizons, uh, and then also I'm so glad I built my ninjas deck way before this set came out because. Why you're not like overpaying for ninjas? Right? Yeah, fair amount of my cards that I purchased for like at most a couple dollars are now well into the teens of pricing, which is frigging stupid. I'm sorry, I, I just get very irritated with some of the some of the way the market moves in Magic sometimes, especially the, the like the, the second party stuff. Like when, like you'll get this massive price hike in cards, and then they go down, and then they might rebound a little bit. Uh. For me, it's like I understand certain things with supply and demand. I get that. Other times, I'm like, if something's been reprinted 100 times, the supply is very plentiful. Even if the demand's high, it still should not be that price. Yep. For instance, like the dual lands. Like, they're reprinting, uh, what is it, in Modern Horizons, I think? Or was it 2020 that got the shock lands back or the pay one life lands, the, the fetch lands? Um, I think it was Horizons, right? Yeah, that, there was some pre-reprinted in there. Yeah, it was. Um. But they're still holding, like, $30 plus for some of them. Some of them, yeah. Which is obnoxious. I'm sorry. It's been reprinted, what, three times now? Yeah. That's obnoxious. I don't know. I just, for me, okay, so you know. Especially when you, you look at, like, the amount of units these the, that Wizards produces of just the boxes alone. Yeah. I mean, as you know, I sold the majority of my rares and my Windgrace deck, which is very sad for me. Um, but I, I just came to the realization that, you know, I only care about the decks. I don't really care about having a bunch of binders that do nothing, and that's the whole point of the game is to at some point vest it and it makes money. Mm-hmm. But um, well, the whole point of the game is to have fun. Well, of course, but like you know, the rares essentially—if you keep rares for trade, mm-hmm. you're essentially getting more. You want to get more value from when you trade a card mm-hmm. or whatever. You want to trade three little cards for one big card, etc. So I traded a bunch of cards for money. Um, but yeah, it's just 
It's a crazy game, and I saw something online today that said this dude is selling 10,000 snow-covered full art lands for like 6,500 bucks or something, which is lower than market value, which obviously, because you know stores are selling them for a dollar a piece, but I think it's disgusting that people buy all this bulk stuff to drive up the price to then get money. You know, like mm-hmm. when I buy... Okay, so when I when Unstable came out and it had those full art lands, I bought six boxes just for the lands, and I'm keeping some of those lands, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I sold some of them, like the foil islands that are 80 bucks or 100 bucks at one point, mm-hmm. but I'm not keeping them to drive the market up to then sell them. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I want those, you know? So for me, like a collector, it's kind of fuck. It's messed up that people do that. You know, I don't know. I hate that. No, I agree with you. Yeah, no, that's why, like, this week I'm probably going to pick up the two of each I need because I collect the land art so I'm going to put yep. one in my binder and then use like maybe one in a deck or something like that while they're like I think some of them there's I don't think any of them are a dollar on TCG player now they're all like under that now yeah which is what they should be yeah yeah a dollar for a land is ridiculous no a basic yeah I some lands I get it like with the portal like third kingdom three kingdoms ones I get that that wasn't even a full set that was like a, a little box you bought and there was only so many lands in that. I get that. That's a very limited supply. Right, right. But this one, they can print as many boxes as they want to. Exactly. They just don't. And that kind of pisses me off, too. Yeah, no. So that's that's my qualm with the whole thing. I think that the market is, unfortunately, semi-aggravating. Yep. But, yeah, I've been playing, you know, um, a fair bit of Magic again. I've been getting back into it. And... Uh, Cranko's still good. I'm not sad about selling Wind Grace. I am a little bit because that was my baby for a while, but, you know, once you have a pretty tuned deck and everyone's seen it, it A, it gets boring, you know, and B, it, it went up so much in price that it was like, this is the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. let's say five to ten years from now, I could buy that whole thing again. Might not have, like, the expeditions or whatever mm-hmm. for, you know, and remake it for, you know, 60 bucks, mm-hmm. let's say. So I'm not too concerned with that. Plus, it did take a long time to to play. I'm not, I mean, we talked about it. If you play to ready or whatever, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you pull out a pro, an all-proxy deck, I'm out. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and wait for you to shuffle for 30 minutes. Yeah. So I try to be as fast as I could with Wind Grace, mm-hmm. but I totally get it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, you know what, this is the time to sell it. And, uh, you know, I could just play Goblins and just fucking body people if I really want to get competitive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. I, I like weird decks. I like weird interactions. I like just strange thing, combos that no one's ever seen. I, that's why I like Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the next deck I'm going to be working on probably is a uh, Tree Folk deck. Yes. Because I like weird tribes like that. But not the butts. No. Not the big butts. Not big butts. It's just straight Tree Folk. That's fire. So, that's the thing. It's like, a lot of people usually do a Walls deck. Um, but right. no, I'm just doing straight Tree Folk, um, which ma- majority of them are going to be from, like, the Lorwyn block and yep. Shadowmoor block. So, yep. you're, that's the majority. But there's some, like, from newer ones, which is kind of cool. So, I'm excited to build that. It's a pretty cheap deck. It's not, like, crazy expensive. Yeah. I think the most expensive things in there are like the lands which is typically how it is of course um i'm actually and then also just modifying you know other edh decks which if anybody's doing you know i always tell, tell people like you know don't be afraid to like really use the databases that are available like gatherer um really learn how to use the search engine there because you can find some really cool cards yeah, EDH rec. Yeah, EDH rec. But the th- problem with EDH rec, it's, it's good, but you don't want to just net deck, meaning don't just pull the list off of EDH rec and go from there. Um, I usually tell people, try to go on to Gatherer or maybe just look through old set lists because you'll find cards that are like a nickel or a quarter and are just bizarre, but yeah. they, they would work in your deck because of the way you're running it. 
So yeah. things like that are really good to do, and I usually recommend, like, when you're trying to modify an EH deck or trying to even build one, just try to make your own, like, you know, own thing. Homebrew it. You know. And I don't think we're saying don't net deck because it's it takes less skill. I think it's more of just you could save a bundle of money yeah. by not net decking. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're into competitive and stuff, yeah, that's probably your best way to go. But yeah. if you're like, you know, us where we just like to make weird stuff, you can net deck, but you're going to pay way more for it where you can find something way less. So, mm-hmm. for example, a lot of decks will have you, for green, will have you grab Guy's Cradle, which is like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. You could get the other one that flips into it. As long Growing as you, rates of it a lot. Right, you can grab that one for, you know, $4? a fraction of the price. Yeah. A fraction. It does the same thing, and it has added, a bon- you know, mm-hmm. effects when it yeah. comes in and everything. Yeah. So, you know, just finding stuff on your own is, is way better. You know, like I found Urza's glasses that do literally nothing except let me look at your hand. But that does give me a competitive edge because I know what you have. That's and then it. I have better power to... Especially you know, if you're running a deck that has discard engines, letting you pick cards. Right. You could basically force them to discard the cards you know that they're going to use. Right. Or, you know, in politics, I could say, hey, listen, I know what you have. I don't have to tell anybody else what you have, you know, and I don't have to look at anyone else's hands, you know, or like, let's say you want me to look at his hand and I can tell you what he has. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like weird stuff. It's weird. It makes it fun and interesting. Right. You know? But yeah, no, that's that's usually where I go with it. Um, I always tell people, don't be afraid to like just try something different. Yeah, because you usually you're always gonna get the the really huffy competitive guys. They're like, "I'm like, excuse me, but uh, I have this entire proxy deck because I completely pulled it off of a crack and it's super sweet and it's just gonna fucking kill you turn three." And it's like, that's great. I'm not gonna enjoy myself. Yeah, no, you can. Leave. N- no one has fun. No, that's why like we we've talked about it before. We love plane chase because it it oh, puts dude, I love a it. kibosh on that. It just makes it interesting. Yeah, because now it. you have to like adapt. I really want to start playing that more. You know, but the, the group we play with doesn't usually like it. It's pretty much it just me and me. me, you, and then I think my brothers would pray, probably play oh, that dude, as well. Dude, I'm so down for that. Yeah. So down. So, I mean, that's that's just, it's one of those things where, you know, it's fun to just kind of shake things up and try different things. Yep. Um, speaking of EDH, sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you. Scared me. <laughs> uh, I actually, so, a while back I pre-ordered some Ultimate Guard um, play mats and binders from like the new because they did the lands edition again yeah, and the yeah. new ones are dope uh, so the binders are always good wait which lands do they do all five of what though oh it's their own artwork wait wait, wait hold on I'm, I'm missing something What? What? which lands are they they're just original lands? Plains, Mountain... No, I understand that, yeah. but, like, what art set? Is it, like... Oh, it's original stable? artwork. Oh, it's just... Oh, okay. Yeah, so it. Ultimate Guard did, had their own artists to do it. I got it. Um, okay, and, and it looks... It looks, like, unstable again. No, it looks really good, though. I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ultra Pro has all the rights to, like, the ex- the of actual course, artwork, of usually. Of course. Um, so, I do like the artwork, though. Um, I've never used an Ultimate Guard playmat before, and they're... And comparing good. it to the Ultra Pro ones, they're both really good. The Ultra Pro is a little bit more like the, the knitting; it just feels more tightly knit. Mm. But the Ultimate Guard's a lot thicker, and it feels more durable. Like I'm not gonna rip it by accident. Like if it, if it falls off the table or I step on it or something, you know, by accident. Yeah, musky um, could rip it if you step on it. You know, there's more more to me love, Mike. More to me to love. You know, you're like a big pillow. You're not wrong. A, uh, a big heavy pillow. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, no. So, like, I, 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 if I was going to recommend a product this week for, for EDH, uh, if you want a playmat and you don't want to spend a ton of money, Ultra Pro's good, too. I'm not saying they're not good, but I think the Until Ultimate... Until they sponsor us, we're open to other things, yeah. is what we're saying. Yes. 
Uh, but basically, with the Ultimate Guard stuff, I've noticed their playmats are relatively, I think they might be like a dollar cheaper, maybe. Yeah. At least from what I've seen. Because I think I paid... My Ultra Pro ones, usually, if they if they have artwork on them, they run between 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Ultimate Guard ones, with the artwork, were like 15. Yeah. At most. I think I might have paid 13. Yeah. So, I usually tell people, try to, you know, I would say try them out. They're they're really cool playmats. The Lands yep. Editions look great. Um, as with all Ultimate Guard stuff, you know, their quality is, is, you know, shown in the product. So, I would recommend that for sure. Yeah, the one I would recommend this week, as always, our first, I think, follower, uh, the Game Jester. If you're into, um, what's it, Oathbreaker, the new set, mm-hmm. uh, he makes little standard trays just like he did for Commander for that. So you have a spot for your Commander and your um, signature spell, and then your dice and everything all 3D printed. So check him out at the Game Jester on Twitter, and he has an Etsy store as well. On Twitter, I've heard of Twitter. Yep. So. So that'll probably do it for us this week, guys. We appreciate you tuning in, as always. And we will see you next week here on the Rotund King! Rotund.